Hi, I'm Forrest Griffin. Brian Caraway. I'm Lisa Tate. What's up, guys? This is Joseph Benavidez, UFC Flyweight. Hi, this is Greg Jackson, and you're listening to It's MMA Zing, and that is an amazing pun. Get it? Like MMA, but amazing? Amazing. Radio. Welcome to It's M Amazing Radio. I am your host, Dr. Law. With me as always, DJ Mark. What's up? Also joining us this week, Lavender Gooms. Comedy's a dangerous profession, B. Oh. <laughs> 100% B. Um, folks, we're going to talk about one grown man smacking another grown man. We know what's in the news. One grown man smacking another grown man. Very inappropriate time. Embarrassing himself and his profession. Of course, I'm talking about Jorge Masvidal slugging Colby Covington last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys like that little basic mixed direction? Man, the MMA community was just like, man, we look terrible. And then Hollywood, at their annual circle jerk, called the Oscars. Bam! Fucking Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I mean, everybody made the exact same joke, so I'll do it right now for you, too. Gonna have to, you know, move to Bel Air to live with uh, Aunt Biv and Uncle Phil after that fracas. Um, by the way, last week set possibly the uh, the fastest our podcast became obsolete in terms of time because I caught this maybe forty five minutes after we were done recording, and that was because I was editing during that time. That Jorge Masvidal ran up. At uh, on Colby Covington at uh, BB Steakhouse, I think it was called, or something Steakhouse, um, and slugged him. Poppy, Poppy's. I'm sorry, Poppy's Steakhouse. Why would I miss such a good name? Slugged him, cr- chipped a tooth, and uh, broke uh, Colby's ninety thousand dollar watch, which we definitely all believe he owns. Um, that was. I mean, Mike said he saw the story while we were recording. Right? Was that what it was? So I had heard that they had gotten into a fracas, but that's mm. all I had heard. Just a fracas. Everyone loves a good fracas. I didn't know it was a, a sucker punch. Big fracas show today, Mark. Drop, dropping that fracas line a few times. Yeah, don't hear that one too often. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, so uh, if like two of Kobe's friends and two of uh, Jorge's friends had uh, jumped in, you know what it would have been, Bobby? What? An old fashioned Donnie Brook. Oh, <laughs> couldn't guess that was. You know what? I, li- I like that. Normally, Mark is here for the old timey phrases, and yeah, uh, new ones. Too. Yeah, Mike got him here. Um, I mean, I'm normally just here with Molly Wopped, and uh, you guys didn't even think yeah. that was a real word. We had to Google that. And you're like, oh, Bobby's not an idiot, at least not in this regard. Um, by the uh, way, Colby in fairness, Co- in fairness, you only hear of a Donnie Brook in baseball, so. Yeah, I don't know. You you need uh, either some belts or just a there was whole definitely bunch a guy named Donnie Brook who who set one of these off, right? Is that what it is? A guy named Donnie Brook? Is that you're never gonna see a, a gang fight between the Bloods and the Crips called a Donnie Brook because a Donnie Brook just sounds endearing, you yeah. know? Um, all right. Um, by the way, in uh, other in other uh, Colby Covington news, I saw him on a podcast, a short clip where he's where he was lamenting why Dustin Poirier won't fight him and said. He said, I insulted his family. Why wouldn't he fight me? Actual words that came out of his mouth. Like he just, he literally, Colby held the playbook up to the screen almost and said, A, then B. 
goes right up and down. Like, yo, I said the trigger words. Why is he getting triggered? Yeah. Um, Colby pressing charge against, against Jorge Masvidal, which um, only in this sport, everybody calls him a pussy. Um, that being said, didn't look good when the comedian didn't press charges <laughs> six days later. Um, but yeah, I mean, should we talk about that bullshit now? I mean, I, I, Marcus, my real takeaway was that, I mean, I hang out mostly on wrestling Reddit and MMA Reddit. And what the conversations in those two places was very different than literally anywhere else on the internet because all the wrestling fans were acting like this was a work and like we're like booking the match out and talking about WrestleMania week. And then all the MMA fans, the only comment was, man, Chris Rock got a good chin, man. Wasn't staggered, nothing like that. Like, the normal public positively aghast that Will Smith got his feelings hurt. What are your thoughts Judd, on the story Judd of the day? Ap Judd Apatow thought that uh, Will Smith could have killed him. Yeah, Judd Apatow never been shoved in his life even, apparently. It sounds like. <laughs> Did you see that? Judd Apatow was like, he could have killed him. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been that would have been a hell of a slap. Uh, no, personally, yeah. When uh, you know, I didn't know about it until this morning, and then it was, it was kind of like, oh, the Oscars happened. Let me let me look up what all this ruckus is about, and it it was kind of surprising. I, I think looking at it like in real time, I could see where you you could think maybe it was fake. It was it was for me personally. It was when he sat back down and then like Chris was like, I guess I'll continue the show. The producers aren't like, Oh, let's cut to commercial. Let's just have this roll on. And he's like, okay, I'm going to start presenting my reward. And then that's what, and then Will Smith said like, you know, keep my wife's name out of your effing mouth. And I was like, okay, yeah, he's mad. Like it, up till that point. Cause even after he slapped him and he walked away, he was kind of smiling. Like I was like, Okay, maybe this was kind of like a weird staged thing, maybe. But after he said, "Oh, well, I mean," and then, and then when he repeated, I was it, talking to Mike. That was the was face like, that was the face of a gentleman. I was like, "Yeah, I got him good." See, I was talking to Mike throughout this, and I was—I mean, I'll say it—I was adamant this had to be fake. I was like, "There's no way," because no, the the pro wrestling has corrupted. No, literally. First reality. of all, it didn't. It didn't like. I didn't think he hit him actually, because I thought I heard, mm -hmm. I heard the mic hit, and I'm like, "Well, he hit the mic." Now, I heard a thud. That's not the sound of a slap. And then I was like, no, there's no way. Because, I'm like, this man has got a relatively good public image. I mean, except when he made that weird Scientology movie with his son. That was odd. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's start. You're, you're, you're shitting on Will Smith. What do you mean relatively good public image? Outside of some shitty movies he's made, he has a stellar yeah. reputation. Outside of, you know, being cucked and yeah. being made fun of. Okay, by the way, I learned way too much about this man's family in the last day. I didn't know that whole thing necessarily. And I went down the rabbit hole of she got a talk show that like she just puts their business out there. And she's Wait, like, did you not did you not know about Red Table Talk until yesterday? No. And I'm like, and then like, I'm just like, wasn't like a year ago. It kind of came Bobby, up. I missed it, man. You need you need more black friends. All right. Come on. I mean, come on. Fair. OK, fair enough. But like, seriously, like I was just like, I don't maybe because I just don't care about her. Like, I, I just I literally, by the way, honest question. I don't know how she became famous. Because I've only always known her as she was just an actress that Will Smith was like, and I never knew her anything good. She got a she got her first big break on a Different World. I mean, she, she was also last few she was with Tupac. That. I know that too. I'm like she was dating Tupac. I, I don't think she was ever with with Tupac, but you know they well, have a nice little Ross Rachel first season of Friends. Will they? Won't they? Yeah, she's 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 holding a candle for that dude too. It's great. Um. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Um, I didn't think it was real. He embarrassed himself. Honestly, 
and Chris Rock came out of this looking pretty good. Sure. Because it was yeah. literally the most innocuous joke you could have told. It wasn't even like a mean thing. Like, literally, what, by the way, we're all old enough to remember G.I. Jane coming out. I, don't, yeah, I, I remember a lot of people aren't. Yeah, <laughs> I remember, I'm just like, nobody was calling, like nobody was calling Demi Moore anything negative when G.I. Jane came out. They were all like, no. oh, she's a badass. It's like, she looks, she got yoked. Like, it was like, you look like this person. That was it. You what's look like this person. <laughs> what, what's a shame is he got smacked for, at best, a mediocre joke. He may not that have written the, the joke. Best, yeah. It's an award yeah. show. He probably didn't write the joke. Some, I, I think he might have because I watched the clip because like the joke was kind of like he was it, the main joke was like oh this this other couple was going for some award right and I was like oh if she yeah. doesn't win and he wins and like they're both pulling for yeah. Will Smith and then like I almost feel like he was just like you know look it she's right there. This Look, is an easy, yeah. It was, it was just like a bottom barrel, not even. It like, wasn't you know. even. It was like literally, like this is Chris Rock, who's like. By the way, people are like Chris Rock still got his fastball. I'm like that was not even that good of a like. No, if yeah, Chris Rock was, wants to get you, Chris Rock gets you. Like that was low hanging. I remember Chris Rock used to do the VMAs, and it was like my favorite thing as a kid because he used to just come out there, and just rip these people apart. By the way, when you hire a comedian to go to the Oscars, the whole point is for him to go up there and rip on these people a little bit, tell some jokes, to try to, like, this is literally a glorified circle jerk happening here, okay? They're all just patting each other on their back for their movies. This year, no one signed any of them. It was great. You, you bring the comedians out there to be like, hey, we can make fun of ourselves a little bit. Right. And exactly. you're in the front row. You're about to... Man, they let him stay, too. They let him stay. They must... Everybody knew he was winning at that point. They're like, well, they let him stay. I mean, this is real. I don't know. That was honestly it was just kind of a bummer because like he's always. I've always. I mean, whatever. He apologized. Will, Will Rick, Chris Rock is gonna. Whew, Chris Rock. Chris Rock could do a whole special about this. Like <laughs> the more um, the more I thought about it over the day, and we talked about it a bit before the podcast. Mm -hmm. But the more I wish Chris Rock had at least initially pressed charges, so that way they got to take his ass away in handcuffs, and then when the best actor Oscar is given out. Samuel L. has to be there. Like, I will be accepting on behalf of Will Smith because Will Smith is in central booking. Do you know what I like, Mark? You could tell, like, they're like, they're well prepared for profanity because, like, they have the five second delay, right? So they have the guy ready, like, mm. blocking the profanity. It happened on the US broadcast. Clearly, they never told him what to do in case one motherfucker slugs another motherfucker because they're like, they never considered the possibility. Like, this guy might throw you, you no hands. Well, you even see Chris look to the side to the producers like, well, what are we doing here? Did, like, are we going think, to commercial? Was Chris like, Rock no, looking just, at them? I'm going to continue presenting the reward now after I just got smacked by this year's best actor. It's just kind of insane. I mean, it's insane. He's a 53 year old man slapped a 57 year old man. Um, and it was embarrassing, honestly. Uh, Chris Rock somehow came out of this looking bad. I mean, not somehow. Obviously, he did not. He like they hired him to tell jokes. He told a joke that wasn't even that bad at all. So, yeah, and I think and, and and to break it down too, I'm sure you guys have watched it. Like when he told the joke, Will Smith was laughing. You know, I mean, obviously he wasn't the butt of the joke, so it's not like he would take offense immediately. But you can see Jada took a, took offense, right? She rolled her eyes, and then what you don't see is whatever glance she gave him that then set him off right because you literally see when he tells the joke it's a long shot it's a it's a wide shot you see both of them and you see him chuckle and you see her roll her eyes and then the next thing it cuts back to chris rock and the next thing you know he's up in his face 
I thought, I thought we're gonna I see still, a funny bit. I like we're gonna be having a good time with this. I like, still, I still think that was a delayed reaction. You know, like he's doing the Hollywood laugh. You know, haha. You know, laughing at be. every joke. Oh, dude, honestly, you know? I know the. And slap. then when it sink sunk in, like this motherfucker just made fun of my bald wife. I, I mean, a, I need to slap this motherfucker. He didn't make fun of her head. bald wife. He said your bald wife looks like this move, this character from a movie, the hero of a movie. <laughs> also, yeah. I, he said he made jokes about her before. The Chris Rock had a good joke about her. I, I was I forgot about this back in 2016. There was worse ones. Yeah, no, 2016. Like I guess like um, uh, Chris Rock. Uh, people were boycotting the Oscars because it was Oscars yep. so white. That was the year. Mm-hmm. And Chris and uh, Will Smith boycotted, and uh, Chris Rock's like upstage. He's like on stage. He's like Will Smith's boycotting. Uh, Jada Jada Pink Jada's boycotting too, and he's like. He's like, Jada boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. I was not invited. And I'm like, okay, that was a nice bit. That was a nice bit. And I was like, I don't know. It's just, I mean, she, public figure, it's a joke at the Oscars for the love of God. I mean, he may, Ricky Gervais used to go in the Golden Globes and start talking about Mel Gibson, you know, and the Jews. Like, I'm just saying, like, whatever. Um, Yeah. Chris Rock, though. Iron chin. Iron yeah. chin, baby. I, I mean, pe- what do they call it? Uh, Bed-Stuy. Was it Bed-Stuy do or die or Bed-Stuy ride? What, was the, what they used to call it back in the 70s and 80s? Something like that? 80s? I don't know. It was something like you you were at your pop. I thought that was what it was called. the fucking 80s. I don't what know. You watch, every, supposed to know? you watch Everybody Loves Chris, didn't you? It was somewhere in there. <laughs> that show was, he wasn't even a child in the 80s. He was a child in the 80s, wasn't he? How old is no. Chris Rock? He's. You just said he's 57. Okay, so he 1980, was age. he was 15. Either way, I don't, I don't know what they. <laughs> Mike call wants to check my math, right. but it's right. Um, whatever. Anyway, we've given out. We're talking about this more than we're talking about the um, Colby one because, I mean, Jorge has just two. I mean, I've been talking about. I've been talking on this podcast a while about Jorge talking about having the best sucker punch in Miami. I saw that. Cl- <laughs> I saw that clip on, on a lot of things this last week, and I'm like. It broke a tooth. <laughs> Try stitching on yourself. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I do like, though, that the best MMA, MMA fighter takes last night were Chris Rock's got a chin, and man, Chris Rock didn't press charges, but Colby did. Granted, Colby got slugged by a professional fighter. However, and lost, and lost part of his tooth. Oh, yeah, that's for, you sue him in civil and court for this stuff, then. Fine. You get your money in civil court. Jorge is a professional fighter, and he there was damages. However, Colby Covington, also a professional fighter. So I'm not saying you shouldn't have pressed charges. I'm just saying it's the jokes have been funny. That's all I'm saying. Um, How funny would it have been if rather than take the high road and just eat that, eat that slap right on his face, Chris Rock and Will Smith had just started scrapping in the middle of the Oscar stage. I, so that yeah. been something. I think that would have been even worse. <laughs> Well, that was, maybe at that point too, someone would have like, I mean, at the end of the day, it does just seem like, oh yeah, the the powerful and the mighty really don't have repercussions because he literally walked up, slapped that dude, walked right back to his seat, and there was really no repercussion. Like I said, he stayed for the rest of the evening. He got it. Uh, you award. know, Mark, a lot of people don't have repercussions for their actions. We've learned that in the last night, true, <laughs> a couple years here. You know, those that well, are you know successful, and say, powerful, and famous, and. We're- I will say we're about three months. I'm mean, we're about three weeks after Black History Month, but I will say if 
there's ever something to show how far we're coming as a people is being able to assault someone on national TV, <laughs> get an award, and not go to jail. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, that's that's a difference. Dude, although, he got literally although, ruined the best night of his career. Bat, <laughs> as Matthew McConaughey said in The Time to Kill, now imagine if he was white. Good movie. Where did guy here giving movie recommendations? Yeah, good movie. Time to Kill. That was, that, was, all like. that was early Grisham. In terms of movies, the host, the host John Grisham. Grisham. He wrote the all those books Grisham wrote, and they made movies out of. Oh. That was him. Um, I don't know I think who that so. is. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. I, okay, who's John Grisham? You see, don't know who he is. Michael Sanchez, lawyer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I guess we could talk about these fights that happened on Saturday, where uh, sure. it's an amazing parlay. Eight of eight shit entirely. First fight. Immediately, like immediately, it ain't shit. But at least it's one of those where it falls apart quickly and a couple times. I was like, we were, we didn't have a chance. Um, it was never going to work. I uh, guess we just talk about how Curtis Blades is going to show people he can hit if they're going to worry about takedowns the whole time, huh, Mark? Yeah, I mean, we all thought Blades was going to win this fight. You know, he definitely had a couple skill sets that I think Chris was definitely lacking. And, you know, we talked about last week, the wrestling was really a big one, but Curtis wanted to show that he can throw hands, um, you know, and um, Chris was game, you know, and why wouldn't he be that that was going to be his best Avenue was to, to keep it standing and try to hit him with something. But Curtis looked calm, cool and collected in that fight and, you know, finished it early in the second round. So it really, what it showed was just like the levels to where Curtis is at and where Chris is at. And, and they're at different, different levels in this division. You know, Curtis is really, and has been for a while at that title contention kind of level where I think in any given moment, he might be fighting for the title. Cause he's really that good. And he's only lost to some of the very best in the division. Um, so this fight was, you know, it was going to be his, his fight to win unless he made some catastrophic mistake. And he didn't, and he kind of played with fire. You know, he fought Chris, where Chris was probably the best in the stand-up, where they can, you know, sling it out, um, show no fear, and got a TKO win early in the second. So that's, that's just wins all around for him. Marcus, are you on team Chris Dawkins needs to go down to, uh, to light heavyweight? Uh, I, if, you're, if you disagree I mean, with me, it's fine. That's yes. what I think, though. Uh, I, it definitely looks like he can make it, right? He's carrying a lot of extra weight that you mm. probably doesn't need to. Mm. Um and if he could cut, because what did he come in at? Like 135? So it's like a He's 30 He's 230. Pound. On Wikipedia, it says 236. Was that what he got on the card itself? Prop? I, oh, mean, I have no idea. I don't idea. know if that was that fight. That was just what he's listed what he as weighed in at. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's a little bit of a, uh, you know, lifestyle change. He'll have to, you know, cut weight, you know, and I'm sure that's I mean, he started his UFC career to. with four straight knockouts is the thing. Were they at light heavyweight? At heavyweight. heavyweight. And okay. three of those got performance bonuses. So I think he might have to lose another one. But like, I don't know. I don't think this is going well. Personally, yeah, he'll have to assess. Obviously, his last two fights were big fights for him. These were huge names that if he could, you know, hold weight with Derek Lewis and Curtis Blades, like now we're talking about him in, in title contention. I don't necessarily know that I've seen enough of him to, to think that the skill sets there to be, you know, title contention in either heavyweight or light heavyweight. But it, it might be good to to be the the bigger guy in his light heavyweight matches where he's obviously going to be coming up to the smaller guy. You know, he's going to have to kind of rely on his speed. And I haven't seen anything from Chris that, you know, the guy that we talked about two weeks ago, Tom, Tom Aspen, was like, that dude's extremely fast, probably bigger than Chris, like everywhere around. Oh, yeah. like, that guy's a prospect. And when I look at Chris, I don't see a prospect. I see 
potentially a journeyman. You know, he'll he'll need to change my mind. I'll need to see some impressive performances for me to kind of get him out of that mindset. But for me, his first fight that I took notice of was Derek Lewis. This was the second one. I think one. it's hard, Mike. I think it's hard to be an undersized fighter in a weight class when you're not able to decide where the fight takes place. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I agree. And I think that adage is very true. Then it's really true at, at heavyweight because then you're just at an extreme disadvantage when it comes to power. If you want to be an undersized heavyweight, you better have the advantage when it comes when it comes to speed. And in Chris Dawkins's case, it's he, he just doesn't have it. You know, he's he's not like a Randy Couture who looked like just solid muscle when he was up at at, at heavyweight, or even what I think Francis no Kane would normally come in at like what 230, 235? Yeah, Kane was like two thirty five, maybe two forty at the most. Yeah, as well, and and he he was very solidly and and compactly built. With Dawkins, that's just not the case. I mean, he doesn't have the size advantage here, and he seems all right. I, I'm one to you know belittle another man's physique but it seems that he carries a lot of extra weight even for 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 that size so conceivably he should be able to make i mean a, his a brother is the, 205 his brother is the exact same height as him they're both in the ufc and that guy is 185 pounder well there you go someone yeah. someone likes his fried chicken better i guess i'm just saying i've just learned right now that kyle Dawkins's nickname is the dars knight that's not bad I'm looking at his record, and there's no wins by Darce. Oh, is Bravo the okay, same as Darce? Because well, he got, because he got four of those, so it might be close enough. Five. Correction, he got five of them. Got one in the UFC. Um, Grasso took made short work of Joanne Wood. Oh, by the way, Curtis Blades. Shout out to Curtis Blades saying he wants an interim title shot against Cyril Gon. That's sure, that, that's smart. a man who that's a man who saw Cyril Gon's last fight, right? And he's like, I can take that dude out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that that's probably clearly where it was. I mean, what, what is Blades' loss? Because he lost one recently. Ngannou and Lewis. Okay, it was the Lewis fight then? Yeah, he lost okay. twice to Ngannou. Yeah. I, thought it was, I thought he might have fought Gon. No, Gon, um, Gon, Gon yeah. managed to avoid all these wrestlers on the way up. Well, all yeah. these. There's I like mean, one. That's a that's a great call out then, because obviously his skill set, would you would think, I, would I, really I, I, match I'm up I'm Gon's well. coach. I don't accept that fight right now. You got to fight a guy who's a little bit less good at this, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm just my opinion. I don't know. I get it. But um, Alexa Grasso, Joanne Wood. Grasso getting her first UFC finish and uh, got a first round submission victory here. Um, yeah. Alexa wow. Grasso fighting out of Guadalajara, Jalisco, Mexico. Um, I mean, she got three straight in this weight class, Mark. It's flyweight. Are we, are we lining it up? Because she said she would like to fight the champion you know she'd like to get there she might be there right now yeah i mean i don't know in the division who might be kind of above her or where she is in the rankings this is a good a win for her and like you said she's coming off a bit of a streak um so maybe she is right up there in in title she was nine going she was nine i mean i don't know if this is updated or not it was nine wood was seven and so she probably is ahead of her now I, I mean, looking at the list here, Andra, I don't know what Valentina's even up to. Does anybody know what's next, what she's even booked for? Um, well, is this, is this Valentina or is this... Um, 125 is Valentina. Is is this 125, though? Yeah, it's 125, is it? Am I imagining? Yeah. One second. 
Well, just because when I'm looking at, I'm looking at Grosso's record. She lost to Carla. She beat Macy yeah. Barber. No, after yeah, that, it's uh, 125. It's 125. After losing to Carla, she oh, she she went went to flyweight. Okay. Um, and yeah. she Valentina right now is booked for Talia Santos, who's quite good, honestly, very good fighter. And Talia is ranked number five. I think everybody else here has gotten beat up. Possibly, we're getting to that point where Grosso might be next, just by default. Jesus, um, but you know I'm what? Val- the, Valentin- I'm, I'm I'm looking at the UFC rankings. Sorry to get sidetracked, but um, everyone else has rankings. Amanda Nunes, featherweight champ. There are literally no other. Yeah, names. this never had rankings. They've never had enough women there. Anyway, sorry for yeah. Um, Talia Santos is by the way is gonna be an interesting fight. She's 19 and one, so just putting that out there. Um, yeah, maybe I guess why not? I mean, not that I think she'd win, but. Somebody's got to fight the champion, huh? She probably needs one more, and if there's already a, a fight booked, she might need to. Well, that fight's that also spot. booked for June, so maybe you're going to be right there. She'll have time to get another one. Maybe, in. yeah. I just I don't know if a, a win over Joanne, as much as we love her and, and we do, um, really warrants necessarily a, a title shot. Um, and, and the rankings, I would I would say, kind of confirm that. So I would like to get her to get one more quality opponent um it might need to be someone that valentina has faced before to kind of give her the recognition that she could beat a title contender to to earn that shot but yeah somebody like uh maybe lauren murphy would be a tough one sure yeah. lauren murphy or i don't know did she beat jennifer maya already shevchenko probably mm, i'm not sure one of those yeah anybody I in the think top. She did. yeah she yeah beat she... jennifer maya and, and maya lost her fight in this card. yeah there we go that's fine there we go valentina's got like six defenses of this bullshit belt that's not fair. She's champion of a, of a bullshit weight class. It's not even a bullshit weight class. I'm going to take out the word bullshit. It's a weak weight class besides yeah, her. The, the division hasn't really able to solidify itself with any top contenders. I mean, she she doesn't have a foil, right? Valentina, but besides Amanda Nunes, who's in the weight class up, she does not have someone in this weight division that has really pushed it's, her. And It also seems that like when, when you have a dominant champion, like we've seen it a couple times, it doesn't seem. It seems after they leave, there's like a readjustment period, and then you start seeing guys like like flyweight got really good when DJ left, when it got like six guys deep at some point in there. You know what I mean? And dominant middleweight champ- middleweight was pretty crap when like Anderson well, yeah, was at the end. Dominant champions there. deflate the entire division. Yeah. When you have someone that's on top and has beaten everybody, the whole division gets weaker because it's just like, oh, no one can match this guy. No one can push him. And these guys kind of flutter, flutter around in like you know the top five, and they can't really solidify themselves as like a top contender, unless in, in, until you look at like you know 170 has like Usman and Covington. It's kind of his foil, right? Like it's been the guy that's probably pushed him the most, but still he's lost twice. So what do you do there? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Brian Barberina, Matt Brown, Mike Barber, Brian Barberina, fight out, fought out his UFC contract here, got a win. It used, to, it used to be fighting out the UFC or trying to fight out the UFC contract was not smart. UFC would fuck with you. They put you on some prelim card in Siberia against some, you know, super prospect or something. Now it seems like a lot of fighters are doing this. Barbarino said he's going to retire if he doesn't get uh, the right enough money to fight. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking bare knuckles seems like a good place for Brian Barbarino, that type of uh, that type of dude, that type of scrapper. Yeah, I'm I mean, thinking think? definitely after that fight where it was pre-draining on the both of them, pretty sure right after I would be thinking, yeah, I'm not getting back in this ring um, for the right amount of money to take this much damage. Yeah, good win for him, though. Matt Brown in his hometown. 
Matt Brown thought he won. It was a split. Mark, close fight, right? Yeah, it was really close. I think Brian even won it in the last 10 seconds because I think I'm trying to remember because it's yep. all kind of a blur. I think Barbarino dropped Matt in the first round, like on his ass, like bad knockdown. So he definitely won that one. And then Matt came back in the second and then it was super close third round. And Barbarino just really, you know, when he heard that clack for the 10 seconds, really put it on, landed some good shots at the end. And I think that's solidified with the judges. We, that got, got, a, the win. we got all judges given the first uh, Brown. Second to Barbarina. Maybe I'm mixed. <laughs> and then uh, the um, MMA journalists were talking like four to one for Barbarina. Um, good win for him. Matt Brown is kind of bulletproof at this point. You know what I mean? He just kind of like can do whatever he wants. It seems because he's not. I don't think is he losing a lot or am I just? Maybe he is. I think he's been doing uh, all right. But I he, mean, he had a he had a he tough retired, a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah, he was like he half retired and then he didn't retire. He's you know lost three or four, but. I don't know. You can book Brian. You can book Matt Brown on any fight night. People will be excited to watch him fight still. Sure. He's 41, though, man. He's been doing this a while. We're 42 fights in, too. Um, Kai Car France went out there ruining parlays. Getting that win over Askar Askarov, who did not seem to... I guess, I don't know. He, not be, he couldn't get him down, it seemed like, as the fight went on. Right, Marcus? It just I came in, He came in with that strategy and then was kind of tired. Yeah, he, he was able to get him down in the first round and did some good work there. And I think obviously won that round with his wrestling. Um, and yeah, and then Carr was Kai Carr France was able to negate the takedowns, get more aggressive. And that and at my hat off to, to the um uh the commentators again, because they were calling this one right. And I think even with the Barbarina fight, it was really like when Kai wouldn't allow himself to be pushed up against the cage. Um, when he started pressing forward, that's when he was able to really advance it and do well. So it was it was a, it was a really close fight, but a huge win for uh, Kai. You know, he, obviously we talked about last week. He has a lot of momentum. You know, when he when he won against um, God, who was that kid? He just beat. They knocked out Cody Cody Garbrandt. Mm, yeah, you know that really because Cody was potentially going to beat Kai and then go for a. Title this was fight, a big you know? ass line too. We thought also for like how good of a mm -hmm. fighter he is. Like, it was a big favorite Naskarov. Um, yeah. He, Askarov I mean, came in so at number the guy two. Was fourteen. He was. He was. I guess yeah. undefeated. He was fourteen and zero and one. Yeah. At this, because it's fourteen yeah. one and one now. Um, so I mean, you know, it, yeah, the, everything was stacked against Kai, and and he wanted. He pulled it out again. So I think this dude's right up there in time. I mean, he has to be. Mike uh, Askarov was number two. Fran France was number six. I mean, we're getting Moreno Figueroa again for the fourth time. Do you book Pantoja versus France? And kill one of the contenders or not? That's the question, really. Or do you... Flyway's never been this deep. We enjoy this, maybe. <laughs> Look, I'm always for don't cannibalize your your contenders. So I would say no. I would say stagger them so that way one of them can get the winner of a Figueredo Moreno 4. And then the next guy can get the, the 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 fight after that because look, it's all about. I feel like it's all about having your next fight and the fight after that booked. If you're a promoter, but what do I know? I'm not David White. Yeah, we Did wonder I say David if, White, Dana White. We wonder if they even have a plan at this point. I'm thinking if uh, Pantoja's even got anything. Pantoja hasn't fought since last August, so he's a good fighter, man. I think he got a win over. He got a win over Moreno too. Yeah, I mean, I, and I agree with you guys. I, I would normally say, like, I don't I don't buy into this. Oh, don't kill your contenders. This is 
this is what the fight game. Like they're supposed to fight each other. I'm supposed yeah. to get the best one, or I'm supposed to like be saving everyone and like like little treats for late at night and be like, oh, I'm gonna have this one at ten and this one at eleven. That being said, this division has had is gonna have its first quadrilogy or whatever, and it's like we this need thing, some fresh blood. This weight Let's class is deep. This weight class did last. You guys have been fighting for a year and a half. Now we got a deep division of guys built up. Mike, go ahead. Favorite uh, late night snack. What is it for you guys? Uh, no, something sweet. I like the can, like it's chocolate or ice cream or something. It's me, but I like potato chips. <laughs> it's not go. good. Little Reese's Pieces cups. Oh, okay, yeah. But you can't just have one. You got to have like ten. How? Do, what? What did this come from? <laughs> I missed the missed the reference. Well, I, uh, I made I made a little yeah. snack reference about oh. picking and choosing, and oh. let, let's make sure let's not have everyone fight each other and figure out who the best person is. Let's have them all line up in a row and do it Mortal Kombat style. In this particular case, I want that because we're literally going to watch these two guys fight for fourth freaking time. And the fights have been great, but it is like I kind of want to see them fight somebody else. You know, this division, like you said, Bobby, actually has some depth now, and we're not seeing Look, Let's, let's go, baby. Like They're kind of just like, let's roll it back. Well, let me tell you, time. as Bobby, uh, who was the only guy liking the flyweight division when Mighty Mouse and Friends was the weight class, now I'm like, here we go. We finally bloomed into something. The only weight class that doesn't have this happening Seems to be women's feather, uh, women's uh, featherweight, because they don't happen to people. Even women's flyweight. If Valentina wasn't so much better than everybody, it wouldn't look that bad. They got some good fighters, honestly. <laughs> um, Matt Neil Magny hit a what I used to call the cradle pile driver when Jerry Lynn was doing it. Uh, the kids these days are calling it the Gotch style pile driver. Now Moxley's running out there, and so's uh, Minoru Suzuki. Th this was the fight. Griffin knocked uh, Neil Magny on his ass in this one. That's okay. what I was getting confused of. He, he, yeah, he hurt him bad in the first round. Um, Neil Magny, though. Neil Magny always gets hit. Every fight. So whether he survives or not. You thought he went or not? He won or not? I mean, you know what I thought? Like, I thought a lot in Neil Magny fights. I'm not entertained. <laughs> <laughs> not even like, with the pile driver? The yeah, problem that, that, that was quasi interesting at the very end of the fight, but it's just this is I, I know Neil's been one of your guys, and then that dude we had on the podcast like a decade ago, literally, because <laughs> like we've been around. He was the long. only guy out of Denver. He <laughs> the loved this guy as well, and I always know me and Steph have always been very lukewarm, and, and this fight did not change my opinion at all. You know, Max Griffin tagged him early in the in, not even early, he tagged him in the first. And then Neil just kind of did his thing, you know, like he's decent at stand up. I think he's better at grappling. But at the end of the day, it was kind of it was a little ho-hum for my personal taste. Mike, but, you know, he got the W. So are you going to really are you going to defend Neil Magny, the pride of Brooklyn, New York, who is half Dominican, half Haitian? Um, but yep. Nah, you're making this up. Hand to God. Wait a second. How am I just learning like this many years in that half a Neil Mag Magni is a compai? Well, How I think I also you, this now? his name isn't just his name is A-O-U-T Neil out Neil out Neil. I don't know. Oh, shit. That is that's either. I don't know, but that shit is ethnic as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> out Mike's. Neil out, out Neil. Yeah, I'm, I'm busy yeah. checking this shit right now. That's I'm Mike. trying to. 
I think you might be trying to Sam. Oh my God! Wikipedia says he's Dominican. I'm just saying, Mike. <laughs> Where do you we got Bobby gets his information like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where do you think I got this, buddy? And not only is he Dominican, he's Haitian as well. That's like the Jets and the Sharks in one guy. Well, he chose a nickname, the Haitian. I've never heard the Haitian sensation. Well, someone just wrote this on Wikipedia. That's not real. <laughs> is it Bobby? <laughs> it might have been me. I, we, we kept me and Stefan kept trying to edit uh, Kamal Charlerus's page all the time. Um, Where'd that get you? It, 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 it was why, up there for a while. No one cared. It was up there for like a year. Only, why does he only acknowledge his Haitian side? It's kind of fucked up, Neil. I mean, uh, so again, I don't think that's a real nickname. I'm, I'm standing by that. <laughs> um. All right. Um, this card happened. Well, you you had a question up. about Neil Bagney, or did you just want to inform me he was Dominican? I said, why aren't you defending him from Mark's attacks? Yeah, did that did that change your opinion of, of the fighter now that you know his background? Well, I was about to say, I don't give a damn about a Neil Bagney fight because that's when you go heat up your food. But now that I know he's Dominican, you better shut your goddamn mouth. Sorry. I'm sorry. Right? This was I don't think we've ever had a Dominican ranked in the UFC before. But apparently we have for a long time. This was the highest grossing gate of a United States based fight night. I guess like ever? Ever or in the last ever. two years and they haven't had it really ever. That's I, surprising. I um, from what I can tell, um Yep. Um one point nine one point nine they got eighteen thousand people to show up to this. Jesus, Ohio hasn't had an MMA UFC event in a while, huh? There hasn't no. been any events in uh, general. So. No, but I mean there probably I been I think it had been over ten years. I think I remember hearing the broadcast. Ma Ma Matt Brown's like, you couldn't Wait, put me on a card in the fucking what UFC. What about Stipe? Didn't Stipe win the belt and then didn't uh, Cleveland. defend it? Oh, okay. Columbus, specifically. So, um, Okay. UFC's back in two weeks. Um, they ain't fucking with WrestleMania. It's two-day WrestleMania. Got a little break. They're going two weeks. We're going to get Volkanovski versus Korean Zombie. Aljamain Sterling versus Peter Yan. Peter Yan, whose cornerman couldn't get a visa, is my understanding. But he's just taking random people to be his cornerman. This yeah, card is. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not nearly as excited about the corner as I am the combatants. So <laughs> this card's awesome, though. Volkanovski zombie main event, Sterling Yon co main event, Gilbert Burns versus Kamzat Chimaev, where my yeah. little brother stands to lose a fair amount of money, I think, if it does not end in a first round uh, knockout by Chimaev. Mackenzie Dern versus Tisha Torres. Uh, there's only four fights listed. I'm assuming. We're moving Alexi Olenek and Ilar Latifi, they're saying, is going to expect it to take place there. I'm good with that. Make him go three rounds. Uh, or um, we also have Aspen Lads versus Raquel Pennington. I'm kind of surprised Raquel still... Oh, no. What am I yeah. talking about? No, she won three straight. When did, I, when did that happen? Did she? Because that record's not looking... She won three straight. She was 10-8. and eight, Now she's 13-8. and eight. Okay, well, fought, she, she, fought eight. At, she fought at featherweight and got a finish. Was this fight at featherweight? Aspen Lad's a fight. It says, Aspen, Bantam. it says Bantam weight. Aspen Lad, is she gone up in weight? Because she really got to make weight. I think she's still at 135, no? She's really got to make weight. Like, it's getting bad. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, news I saw. Gary. Huh? Ian Gary's on this card, too. Ian Gary. Oh, he is? Yeah, he's like is the he on the main? I mean, no, outside of Patty, like, I think this is kind of one of the big prospects they have floating yeah. around that I don't think it's getting nearly as much hype, but I like I, was um, really impressed with I like that Biggie Boy Tybora fight, too, on the prelims. That's, That's not bad. bad. 
And uh, Mickey Gall on the early prelims. Olympian Mark Madsen also. Um, he's 37 years old. He's 11-0 yeah. in MMA. They're not thrilling fights, but come on, man. He's 37 years old. He's winning fights. Let's get him on the main card. Um, MMA News. Uh, Mike, I saw this earlier, but why don't you share the story of Melvin Manhoff? People trying to brob Melvin Manhoff, and it going really bad for them. Mark it and I talked about earlier today, actually. extremely, extremely bad for them. So a report came out earlier today that Bellator's Melvin Manhoff chased down three burglars and smashed car windows with his bare hand. Uh, so, you know, sometimes you fuck around and find out, and those dudes fuck around and found out. Melvin, man. It's going to be a bounty hunter after this. Thing. Also, they picked a very scary picture of Melvin Manhoff on MMA Junkie in uh, reporting this story. It's just this motherfucker just yelling at, looks like he's just yelling straight at the camera. Um, George St. Pierre has also chimed in, by the way. Chris Rock has a hell of a chin. I'm more impressed by Chris Rock's performance than Will Smith's. So, <laughs> very good. Good to know. Good to know. Um, yeah. Uh, Jake Paul says makes fighters not soft again, calling Colby Covington a pussy. Really, just all around great. I, there was some other MMA story I wanted to talk about, and now I there was some fight announcement I was going to talk about, and I've totally lost my uh thing. Um, did you see? Did you hear about Mighty Mouse in this mixed rules fight? Yeah, I, I didn't watch it, but I did hear the results. He, he made. I, I thought he was going to get knocked out, man. That first round <laughs> against uh, Rod Tang. That dude's like a Muay Thai like legend. Oh, he's twenty four, but Muay Thai, twenty four years old, two hundred seventy wins in Muay Thai. Yeah, God, it's wild. That CTE yeah. is gonna be rough. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, it, it was it was a case of you know survive that first round, and then you know once it gets to MMA, it's like this dude's a little bit of a fish out of water. So I wasn't super surprised with the result, but like you, I thought like you know I would not been surprised if DJ was not able to hang for that first round, but. You know, I, I like the fight too. Also for him, that was a yeah. fun fight. Yeah, it was, and, and there was a lot of respect. You know, they both know, like you know, they're, they're coming from different disciplines, but you know, to have one of these kind of mix-up fights, which you know, Japan does, and and you know, I, I ended up watching a lot of Ryzen. I think they had Ryzen twenty-four was last week, so they posted all their stuff on YouTube, and I'm a big fan of these. What one and Ryzen have done, where it's like we're gonna have kickboxing matches and MMA matches, and we're gonna mix them. And I mean the. One even does it where it's like, we're going to have kickboxing matches with MMA gloves. Did I share it with you guys the finish to Akiyama, the sexy Yama and Aoki? No, you might have. I didn't see it, though. I know Akiyama lost. Shinya but... fucked around and found out. Um, oh, nice. Just TKO. I, it's, I, that's a big size difference. I know Shinya is lanky, Marcus, but I don't know, you know, sexy Yama is old as dirt. Um, yeah. But uh, Shinya can't be that young either now that I think about it. Yeah, they're, they're both I think good. Shinya's I mean, still Shinya's still in his thirties, though. I think, yeah, I think he's still in his thirties, and Sexy Yama's probably like 45, 46. He's forty five, and Aoki is thirty eight. I love, I love that I googled without even thinking Sexy Yama, and that's what I did too. <laughs> and before I realized what I was doing, I did get uh, Akiyama Google results as well. Mm -hmm. They know, oh, they know. He's, he's Sexy Yama, man. Yeah. He got abs too. Look good. Look good. I mean, he's always had abs. That's what. No, I mean, he's forty-five with the abs, baby. <laughs> oh, I know. I mean, he's, that, that skin that body's look, never going that away. That skin it's looks like it's made of leather. <laughs> uh, just leather, straight up. Um, 
Yeah, one was... Uh, this was all on Bleacher Report, though, I think. Like, I don't think they're on. Like, I don't know what happened to that. I don't know what they're on. I'll be honest anymore. You know what they're on? YouTube. The whole they thing? The, they, so th- this was one... X or 110. I think it's like the 10-year anniversary. It was like a two-day event. It's all on YouTube. Uh, and I started subscribing to their YouTube channel because they post a lot of like full fights and fun little videos and stuff. Because I, I, I think I was subscribed to Pancrase and they didn't post effing shit. So I was like, you know what? They're out. One's in. And I've been enjoying my the one K1, subscription uh, on YouTube. The K1 YouTube subscription Used to be worth it. I don't know if they still oh, have the library. That in one there. is still. Mwah. They still have it. Yeah, the whole library in there. Basically, well, much right? like them in Rising. Well, I don't even know if it's the whole library, but um, they have a lot of the old fights posted up there. But it's like they'll just next day. It's probably because they have. They're probably broadcast on something locally in Japan. So they're like, yeah, whatever. Next day, we'll just put it on YouTube. So like, yeah, I can keep up with events without you know having to pay a dime, which is nice. Um, Neil Magny, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Has tied UFC for the most tied GSP for the most wins at welterweight in UFC history. Nineteen okay. wins. That's an achievement, bro. I think they might have said that he had is more ring time than anyone in the UFC too. I think during that fight they said he ellipsed GSP for having the most. Because GSP time, had finishes. So. Neil's got thirteen decision wins. Well, he he did, and now you know the rules too is like it used five round fights used to only be title fights, so it was usually. You know, dominant champions that would have the most fight time, but now with main events getting five rounds, you know, gives a lot of people a lot of time. What can I say? Pride of the Dominican Republic. All right, you didn't even <laughs> know he was part of it until literally twenty minutes ago. But there you go. Did you watch the Acacia's fight, by the way? Before we go back real quickly to that card, did you watch any of the Acacia's fight? He's the one with the red mohawk. No, no, I didn't no. Okay, I've always liked Mark. I thought he was. Uh... Yeah, I thought he was exciting, but it, yeah, but I don't know if he. Ever, I think he, I don't know what happened. It must have gotten hurt. Um, yeah, there's no card this week. I don't think Bellator's doing anything either. In general, I have no idea what's going on in Bellator, I'll be honest with you. Um, I've kind of lost what they're even trying to accomplish at this point. Um, but I have What's It Called coming, I know, which now that it's three weeks out, I don't think Mark and I are going, at least not credentialed. No, Antonio so McKee. I, mean, mm. I, I still go to that, honestly. Antonio McKee mm-hmm. versus Pitbull with Nemkov versus Corey Anderson. That sounds pretty yeah, good. A good card. That's as good as they can do. <laughs> that's pretty much it. You got Tim Cop Mustache Johnson on the card too. You know, Aaron Pico's on the card. We're gonna have a conversation, brother. Um, okay, it's an amazing parlay. Died. We know that. By the way, we're well aware. <laughs> okay, oh, we'll see one. how we do. Huh? Look, it's not, it's not. It's not like this thing was just gonna work the first time no. we did it. That's why we're doing it the long haul. Exactly. One of these of the is year. gonna hit. There's going to be some bumps in the road before we cash out. We can't just get discouraged because the first one we do blew up in our faces immediately. You can't. Now, you guys know what you guys know what the issue is. We didn't bet enough. No, I lost. I lost. I lost another twenty five bucks on the same parlay. (laughs) So Bobby lost enough. I lost. I lost thirty bucks on this thing. Not five. Just putting that out there. Um. Okay. Let's do stuff we like, because um, I can't remember the MMA news I was going to talk about, because here we are. Anyway, um, all right, um, it's WrestleMania week. Mike and I are going to give a preview of WrestleMania at the, end of the, at the end of this stuff we like. But before that, anything we might have, I'll just lead off that Atlanta is back. And if you know, you know, man. That's it. You guys, If you were watching Atlanta, I mean, Stefan and I were having a conversation. Stefan's like, man, I mean, it's been four years. I don't know. Like, have I has this? Have I lost my interest here? T- 
took about five minutes into the first episode of this current season to be like, oh, yeah, this was the best show on TV I was watching. That, that, this was it. Um, I don't know how to talk about this show for people who are gonna watch it without spoiling some of it. So just, just brief spoilers. The first episode of the season, you should definitely just, look. Uh, just, just, just give me, just give me the the, the one two point when you're done talking about Atlanta, then, because I okay. still reserve the right. No, there. I'm just gonna say one line here, but like, yeah, okay, I'll let you know. Um, you should look up before you watch the first episode, the Hart family murders. Just putting that out there. Um, those people from Northern California might have heard of that before, but those of you who haven't, you should probably check it out. Um, Mike, you can come back. Mike's not even looking at me. There we go. Um, thank you. Yeah. Um, you guys should watch Atlanta though. I think it's a great show and it's not just about a rapper. It's very much not just about a rapper. Um, and yeah, first episode, fucking intense. Second episode, fucking hilarious. Um, Gambino's the man, straight up. I'm excited for it every week again. Um, that's all I really got until we talk about the wrestling, to be honest. Uh, Mike, what do you got? Yeah, I've got a short thing. I started watching an anime on Crunchyroll called Shenmue. I'm pretty oh, nice. sure Mark. I'm pretty <laughs> sure Mark has heard of Shenmue. There's before. a Shenmue anime? Yeah, yes. they just started it. Okay, I thought it was just a game. <laughs> it it was a game uh, for the Dreamcast. Came out I think in 2000 or 1999. Oh, my, my dude, I I remember the palpable excitement among the boys when Shenmue was coming out. These guys were hyped. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, yeah, I remember. Um. I remember when we had our Dreamcast back in the day, my brother, because he was in such a haste to play Shenmue, he bought the Japanese version. So at the time, I didn't see what was so enjoyable about the game because I couldn't understand anything. He couldn't understand anything. And this was the days before Google Translate. So not sure exactly what was the utility in buying the game, but... From everything I'd heard, I'd heard it was a great game, a very compelling story. And to my knowledge, the anime is keeping pretty close to what the to what the game did. And I've been enjoying it so far. It's your classic story of a son um, seeking revenge uh, for the death of his father. Um, if you guys have Crunchyroll and you're a fan of anime, give Shenmue the animation a shot. Is so I don't know if you know this, but I know Crunchyroll. Some of Crunchyroll stuff is on HBO Max. Do you know if this is on there, or someone needs to go full blown Crunchyroll to watch it? I don't know. I don't know if it's on HBO Max. Fair I, I doubt. Actually, I doubt it is because it's a Crunchyroll exclusive. Okay, it's also I'm imagining. I'm not. I haven't looked too much into Crunchyroll stuff, but I imagine it's just the older stuff would be there, just like a teaser to get you into Crunchyroll for you to pay. Probably, yeah. Um. All right, Marcus, what do you got this week? Uh, yeah, really not a lot. Um, game wise, I was trying to think if anything's coming out this week. Uh, I mean, last week was pretty big with uh, Ghostwire, yeah, Ghostwire Tokyo. The Kirby Forgotten Lands game came out, and then Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Those all dropped last Friday, um, and they all reviewed pretty good. So, you know. Good for them. Uh, I, I'm going to play Tiny Tino's Wonderland. I just have not started yet. Uh, mostly because 
Elden Ring, uh, Gran Turismo 7, and I'm even jumping back into Ollie Ollie World every now and then has kept me more than busy. Um, the only new thing I really consumed or finished this last week that I, I did really enjoy and I do recommend is um, the season finale of Our Flag Means Death uh, played, wrapped up. So that's all on HBO Max. And I really, I thoroughly enjoyed that show. I definitely think if you start watching the show in the first five minutes, you're kind of like, eh, I don't really know. Um, I was on the same boat. I was kind of like, yeah, I don't know. These characters haven't really grabbed me. The, the, the concept is unique and fun, but um, I wasn't such a fan of the main guy of the show, who is basically the um, Flight of the Concords, their uh, manager. I thought he was great in that, but you know, as a leading role i didn't know if he was going to be able to carry it and he does and honestly by the end of the first episode i was like okay i kind of get this i I, i'm enjoying this i want to watch more um and throughout the rest of the season uh taiki watiti um plays a big role in the series and it just seems like these guys are having fun and it's a fun interesting concept of a show um having a show about pirates and stuff that's very comedic and the comedy really comes from more modern times than you know stuff in the 1800s or what have you so yeah i definitely recommend it um outside of that i did watch uh no way home came out on digital platforms and i watched it again and i don't know on second viewing maybe i was a little too hyped on that first time i saw it because it was it was still enjoyable i had a good a good time with it but i don't know it kind of definitely i started thinking like maybe the once the the fizzle of like having all these people return wears off like was that movie really as good i kind of think homecoming still might be my favorite spider-man movie um of this trilogy and honestly of all of them i really like homecoming the most but um yeah outside of that didn't have much else new this week so that's it um all right this is gonna be a not this is not gonna teach you much about wrestlemania because i don't watch the shows Outside of what I hear on the Mass Man show, I don't know what's going on. Mike kind of watches them. But it's WrestleMania, baby. And we're going to do a WrestleMania preview. WrestleMania is two nights. Um, the first night apparently is going to be main evented by Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. Yep. For some reason. My understanding is nobody thinks it should be the main event. Everybody's. I, then again, I also read somewhere that Stone Cold and Kevin Owens are going on last. So according to uh, the CBS Sports card I have here, it has a Stone Cold uh, appears on the Kevin Owens show as the last thing, but that doesn't sound that accurate. It doesn't sound like a non-match should be the last thing. Is it not going to be a match? Okay, let's just go through the card then. Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair. I think this is going to be quite a – I think it's going to steal the show that night. So everybody's going to be talking about Stone Cold. This was going to be a... I think they're going to go out and make a point about why they should be the main event, basically. Yep. That's what I expect. Um, Logan Paul and The Miz taking on the Mysterios. Next. Drew Drew McIntyre. Whoa, wow. <laughs> that, that, what, that is such a disrespect. What's the point? I'm, I'm sure it'll be... It's The Miz. It'll be fine. Everything he does is, works. There you go. It, it's going to be a solid match, but I don't give a shit about the match. Um, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Why is this? What 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 is going on? Why? All right. I I don't know anything that's going on in this feud. Uh, well, I know that um, what's his name Got, broke Biggie's neck after breaking almost breaking his own neck in that other match. Mad Cat Moss, right? He's the one who broke Biggie's neck. No, he didn't. 
Did he break no, his that, neck or no, the Rich Holland? It wasn't Madcap Moss. It was one of the uh, one the of brutes. the Irish. Yeah, one of the Irish fellows. Um, okay, well, good for him. Um, the Usos versus Nakamura and Bugenhagen. Rick Boogs. Yeah, this the is Us- not, this- I think the Usos win this because, man, who who gives a shit about you know WWE I don't know, man. tag teams like the, I mean, really Rick two- Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm a I'm I mean, a big I'm a big Rick Boogs, Boogs guy. Is over. Yeah, Rick Boogs <laughs> is over, but I don't. I see the Usos losing as being the reason why the the bloodline breaks up finally. You think that's gonna um, happen? I think that's the storyline they're eventually going to go with that the Usos lose and and Roman kicks them out of, of the bloodline, calling them losers or whatever. Fair enough. Um, this is not a good card. The month, the Saturday card is real thin. Um, King Woods, yeah. Kofi Kingston versus Sheamus and Rich Holland. What? Where do you see that? I don't. I don't see that on the Wikipedia. Uh... Oh, okay. Okay, sure. Man, we could have just skipped some of these. Um, I'm, look, I'm a biggest Xavier Wood fans that Woods fan that exists, but he's you're not. You're an Austin Creed fan. That's true. Where's the Intercontinental Title and the United States Title? Is it not on either night? Uh, I see is uh, held by Finn Balor. Not there. Um, I guess he doesn't have a match. Wow, way to uh, go. No. Okay. Uh, no, uh, Finn Balor is the U.S. champ and. I'm thinking he might be in the prelims. Is Nakamura the Intercontinental Champion? No. Is Sammy's no Ridge Ricochet is the Intercontinental Champion then, right? Is he? Okay. Sure. Um, okay, let's just get to the thing here. Seth Rollins versus TBA. We all know who TBA is. Mike, I'll give you ten to one. I got Cody. You can have the field. Twenty bucks. Wait. No, what? No, 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 that's a sucker bet. Look, you know, you know, I'm an odds whore, but even that's, that's a, that's a sucker bet. Yeah, this is going to be the debut of Cody Rhodes. They got wrestling fans to watch Raw on accident for the last month, waiting for Cody Rhodes to show up. Give me, give me, give me 20 to one. Um, 10 bucks. No, no, no. Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey. They booked Ronda Rousey against the one woman that she will possibly get cheered. If she wrestles, is that it? Yeah, I mean, it seems so. I I don't understand unless Ronda is planning on staying for like the next year when Becky can then face Ronda. I don't quite see why um they didn't just do Becky versus Ronda. Ronda doesn't normally have a long shelf life in the in the WWE. But okay, sure. Okay. Um look, Stone Cold Steve Austin's coming back. Stone Cold Steve Austin's in shape. I don't – I think it's going to be more than what we get with him normally. Like, he's talking like this is – he's doing it for himself. Like, this is a Stone Cold clangs two beers together and hits a stunner like he's been doing for the last 20 years or 19 years he's been doing that. How, I think how he's – How old is Stone Cold? 50, probably. He's 57 years old. You're talking about the single greatest box office draw in the history, in the history of this sport. Okay, or, or of. I'm talking about a 57. You know what, man? It doesn't matter. Staying, I, I've realized right? it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter to me. I'm real. I'm so excited for that. That is why I'm watching this. That is literally why I'm watching that specific moment. So honestly, oh, if it doesn't go on, I, I, they should hope it goes on last. Because I wouldn't want to follow uh, that. Stone Cold's had a lot of wives, huh? Hey, yeah. Jesus. Man. Yeah. Pick a um, lady. 
this was my like when I was a kid, I loved Stone Cold. Um, I honestly, he should go on last if he's actually going to do anything, because you can't follow it. That's not going to go well in Texas, in goddamn that's Dallas. Good, that's a good point. It's a good point. But yeah, it, it's going to have to be an actual match. It can't. I don't. Be... I think it's going to be like a like a half a backdoor, like anything goes. They fight for they fight for eight minutes. Not like I don't know how many bumps he's going to take on his neck. Is what I'm getting at. That, but an eight minute match. That's going to close the final match like uh the, the final match for wrestlemania night one it's night one though i don't know i you think it can't go last i mean what was the what was the main event for for matt for night one last year it was bianca sasha and that should yeah well, the, the night before the that it, the, the year before that it was like cena and bray wyatt's weird shit i thought or no, it, it was Undertaker, uh, Undertaker, it was AJ, Styles. AJ Styles. Yeah, I don't know. This is I'm I'm not sure you're appreciating how big of a deal it is if he actually shows up in the knee braces and the tights. Like that's the thing. They've kind of sold this as a match, or ha- kind of a match. So that's why I, honestly I'm going to be so disappointed if he just goes out there, clangs a couple beers together, and hits a stunner. Because he looked in shape on the Eisen show. Like those arms were just fucking. He was ready to go. All right, um, night two. Queen Zelina, Carmella versus Sasha, Naomi versus Rhea Ripley and Lib Morgan versus Natalia and Shayna. None of these are really tag teams. Pass. What are they? Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. Anything goes match. Pass. What if Butterbean comes out and knocks out Johnny Knoxville again? It'd be funny. I'm I'm, I'm amazed Butterbean. Is Butterbean still alive? Are you sure about that? Uh, Yeah. Uh, this is partly why I'm watching night two here. Uh, Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. That's uh, Pat proved to be maybe the best celebrity wrestler up there with Bad Bunny and uh, such when Butter he wrestled Bean. Adam Cole. Butterbean, younger than Stone Cold Steve Austin. Fine. There we go. Uh, Pat McAfee and Austin Theory. You excited for that at all? Because I think that's going to be great. Because he was very good exci- at NXT. I am excited for that. Um, I'd... The little of NXT I did watch, a lot of it was in regards to the way the, uh-huh. the faction he was in with uh, with Johnny Gargano, uh, Indy Hartwell, and um, Gargano's wife, whatever yeah. the hell her name is. Uh-huh. Um, I haven't liked too much of this really vapid character he has. He just played a fuckboy, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. He, like, he's taken it to like 100 now. Um, but he is still a pretty good wrestler, and... I enjoy Pat McAfee's uh, show. I enjoyed the match he had with Adam Cole a few years ago at NXT TakeOver. He showed a lot of promise. He was the best celebrity wrestler up until Bad Bunny came and blew the the house down last year. I will still say it's him because he had a one-on-one match with no gimmicks. I mean, Bad Bunny looked cool. Bad Bunny looked great. But Adam, this dude leaped for, he he jumped to the top rope. He did a moonsault. What, Pat or him? Uh, Pat. Yeah, Pat Pat jumped off a cage, too, <laughs> later on. <laughs> um, yeah, that's going to be a good one. RK Bro versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. Okay, it's fine. Edge I'm versus just, AJ. I'm just waiting for when RK Bro, when oh, and, uh, AJ Styles and... Um, Me and Randy fuck, Orton. Randy Orton, yeah, when they uh, uh, break Randy up. Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. Did I say AJ Styles? Yeah, I'm Matt Riddle. Well, because okay. I said AJ Styles. Edge versus AJ Styles is going at least thirty minutes. I'm really looking forward to that one. That one's going to be good. They're going to go at least thirty minutes. I, I don't. They've never wrestled against each other. Right? No, they never have. Okay. It was on AJ. It was on Edge's list when he came back. He said, 
Um, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Is there any way Brock Lesnar is winning this? I mean, the guy's wa Roman's walking around with a shirt that says God mode. If this isn't meant for him to hold two belts at the same time. Now, I don't know, man. Like, because if, if not you Brock. You make a bet? If not Brock, if not Brock who beats Roman, who the f who's gonna beat Roman? Are we just gonna have him hold Brock, the belt until Braun next Breaker's WrestleMania? Gonna break him. Braun Breaker is gonna take it. No, he's gonna yes, he's gonna hold it till next WrestleMania though. Yes, you think he's gonna, he's gonna hold it for a whole another year? He's gonna hold it for another year, beat the Rock, and then he's gonna lose it the following SummerSlam to Braun Breaker. Write it down. <laughs> Man, I'll, I'll I'll give you I got twenty bucks on uh, Roman. You want to make a bet? All right, sure. Yeah. Okay. I'll take, uh, Even? Take Brock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm rooting for Cowboy Brock, I, man. I, I don't get any odds. You know? well, no, what do you mean? You got Cal you got Brock Lesnar. You think, you, you think he's about to hold this for a whole other That's year? That's my theory. Like you don't months. think so? You disagree. You think I know anything special? I just yeah, booked I think, the kid from NXT. I, I, think, I think you do, man. I think you got the hot sheets. Is that what no. they called? No, the I'll give you $21 if, if you win. How about that? All right, you know, give me a little something. Give yeah, there we go. Fine. Beat, um, okay, I'm looking at this thing. They could have made this one card real easy. And it's not because they don't have the talent for two cards. Is that they... Uh, maybe I'm, I'm not watching the show. Maybe the show, Maybe these are all well-thought-out ideas. But, like, a lot of these matches just seem like, let's get as many motherfuckers in there as possible. Uh, look, I'm going to be watching both nights because, well, frankly, I have nothing better to do. Uh. But I'll say this, and I don't even think this is a real hot take. You can condense this to one card and all of the best matches on this card still not as good as the last two AEW pay-per-views. Ooh, hot take. You don't know, maybe they, if they let him go. You don't I, I think Edge and AJ Styles are gonna be great. All right. I think Becky and uh Belair is gonna be great. I don't think Edge and I don't think Seth Seth is Seth won't let himself have a bad match at WrestleMania. Can you name all right? Taking into account the last AEW card and the one before that, there pretty much wasn't a there was not an no. excellent match on either of those. And those were like what 10, 10 deep cards? They weren't none of them were excellent. I thought the the dog collar match was excellent. I said they were I said pretty much all of them were good. Oh, all of them excellent. were. Oh, yeah. okay. Do you think we're gonna have five matches? Of the two nights where you're like, holy shit, that was amazing. Here's the thing. I don't think WrestleMania is made for that. I think WrestleMania has always been like the big I've always thought SummerSlam was the big actual wrestling fan show. Personally, when I was a kid, it was like that, I thought at least. Then again, I'm here for Stone Cold and Pat McAfee. And I guess, is Cody going to do a job? I guess is the question. We should make a bet on that. No, no. <laughs> Co Co Cody's coming back and winning. All oh, right. I don't know you about don't, that. You don't, you he don't, might make him kiss the ring, baby. You don't spend all that money to bring Cody Rhodes. And now that Cody Rhodes is, he has a much bigger stature now than when he left uh, the WWE back in, what, 2015, 2014? Yeah. If there's someone that's going to beat um, Roman, if Roman wins tonight, I mean, on this weekend, I think it'll be Cody in SummerSlam. No, no, no. They're not going to validate AEW like that. That's right. No, no. That's right. No, no way. Um, okay, Mark, you can... Pay attention again. Sorry. <laughs> um, I was listening. I mean, I yeah, heard the it, words you were saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'll watch night two with you. Night one, I'm kind of booked, but I'm definitely watching Stone Cold. That's, there's no scenario where I die. I have to reactivate that Peacock membership, baby. Um, all right. Um, 
I don't know. Is Moon Knight starting this week? What show is coming out this week? We can tell people to watch. It's new. Yeah, it is. Um, Moon Knight is starting on Wednesday, which uh, I'm definitely going to watch. I'm going to watch all the Marvel stuff. This Wednesday, right? Yeah. I'm not like thrilled. Yeah. So tomorrow, if you're listening to this when we post it on Tuesday, um, it's a Wednesday show. So yeah, my expectations are low. I kind of like it that way. Um, I'm looking to be, you know, surprised and entertained with what we ultimately get, but I'm not, you know. I don't know shit about Moon Knight. But I like Oscar I mean, Isaacs, and I'll give I don't it a think shot. A lot of people do, you know. I don't know much about Moon Knight. So I think I, 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 I tend to like these movies more when I don't know anything, and I'm just like, was it entertaining or not? Is my entire measuring stick? I don't got to yeah. sit and be like, did they handle this correctly or that correctly? It's too much pressure for me there, you know. Just sure. was it thumbs up, thumbs down at the end. That's it. Um, all right, boys and girls, thank you so much for listening to the show. We appreciate it greatly. Um, We'll, you know, we're, we, 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 if they're going to keep smacking celebrities and they're going to be random street fights, we can be that show, guys. We have no problem being the show, the world star celebrity show. Okay. That's, that's, we could sure. be that show. Um, till next week, I was Dr. Law. That was Lavender Gooms. That was DJ Mark. Enjoy WrestleMania. Watch some Shen Mu. Marcus, I apologize. What was the show you talked about? Uh, our flag means death. Our flag means death. Check it out. And if you're not watching Atlanta, I suggest you start. There you go. See y'all next week. Peace out. See ya.